first you've got to get out and change clothes. Right now, it's pouring rain. Wait five more seconds. Abalo's podcast experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show, coming at you live from Skid Row Studios in downtown Los Angeles and streaming live at skidrowstudios.com. So thank you all for tuning in. The second to last live broadcast of the show. That's right. One more, and it's next Monday night, October 12th, 9 p.m. Pacific time. SkidRowStudios.com. Hello, Sherry Bass. Hi, Mr. Chris. Welcome back to the show. A um, couple of things regarding this here program before we get started. Uh, first of all, apologies for last week. Uh, the episode that streamed live was actually Cape 56 instead of Cape 69. So apologies for you tuning in and you saw uh, what was a rerun instead of the new episode uh, sorry <laughs> that that happened. Uh, I found out about it uh, as was going on, unfortunately. But um, there we go. We still have now. We still have next Monday. And that's pretty much it. Uh, but once again, new shows through October and beyond. All of October, every Monday will be a show done here at Skid Row Studios. Uh, just another quick rundown, just so everybody's aware, because people have kind of caught up over the last two weeks and are aware. Uh, the studio's closing once again. It's in its final two weeks. But we're still doing a month's worth of shows here between this week and next week. So yeah. how do you like that? It's my commitment. I like it. I, I, I know like you it do. A lot. <laughs> As you should. Um, but anyway, uh, we are banking shows for the uh, second two Mondays in October, which would be the 19th and 26th. So what's going to happen is those will go up on the Half-Assed Media YouTube channel which you should subscribe to if you haven't already. Please do so. And uh, those will be available Monday because since that's new episode day from here on out, since we aren't going to be doing any more uh, live streaming broadcasts anyway, then uh, you can still get the audio and video on Mondays. The iTunes feed should still work as it has. All that is being transferred over right now, working behind the scenes to make sure that uh, your subscription stays as it is. And uh, that you get the new episodes every Monday because the episodes will still continue every Monday. But yes, the audio and video will be available for the new episodes on um, October, Monday the 19th, Monday the 26th. And then Cape 75, that first Monday in November, will be the first show done outside of Skid Row Studios since... Well, we've been in Skid Row Studios all year. Uh, well, since t technically January, the first show of 2015 was actually done at home. Myself and my sister. But uh, yeah, the show carries on 
and uh, got a lot of exciting stuff for you guys for the next couple of weeks. Sherry is back mm. after having a the month off. I pretty much said, ah, you can take September off. You were here on <laughs> every other week during the summer. Right. More or less every other week. And uh, literally now oh, we're back you- to the first Monday of a new month. <laughs> and it's, well, guess what? You're back on the show again. Uh, no, but it's fun because we've done so many. It's going to be fun to do another kind of like one-on-one show here at the studio, which is cool because we have a, a ton of things to talk about. And, um, oh, once again, by the way, to stay updated on any goings-on, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram and on Tumblr, Cape Pod. And you can like Chris Abal's podcast experiment on Facebook. You can check on chrisabal.com. I will be posting uh, updates kind of as they happen there. And uh, also on my social medias, follow me at Chris Abalo on Twitter, which is where I post the most, frankly. And uh, also at Chris Sells Out on Instagram. And that's the best way to pretty much keep in touch with what's going on. But uh, there are, because there have been some concerns before we get into kind of the uh, collection oh, no. topics. But uh, some people have been asking... Well, what's going to happen now with every this this weird um this weird thought that like because we're not going to be in the studio, everyone who's been on the show since we've been in the studio isn't going to be on. Of course, everybody's going to be on. Sherry's still going to be on the show. Norman, Candace, John is still going to be on the show. Lauren's going to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said when I spoke at um uh, last month or was it the end of August? Wow, I forget when that show was. I think it was the thirty first, August thirty first. The show I did by myself. Um. Old friends, new friends, going to be a lot of people who are going to be on the show over the next couple of months, even if there's not the video element uh, and you're not going to be able to watch the show on YouTube or watch it live as it happens, you'll still be able to listen to the show, which is uh, frankly how the overwhelming majority of the audience (laughs) gets the show. It's about 80% of uh, Cape plays or downloads are just audio, uh, mostly through iTunes and through uh, people listening at uh, chrisabile.com. Because the audio of the show is always available there on Tuesdays. Usually it's on iTunes on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. But um, there are studios being looked into. New studios to start in, yeah. which uh, won't be until at least January. And there are some meetings happening. There's uh, s- some different people interested in doing some content. Yeah. And uh, that, I mean, I, I don't want to talk about too much before it's all set in stone. But there's stuff that's going to be happening Beyond Cape, more half-assed media-produced content that's going to be coming out. And um, it's odd because I've gotten so used to coming here Monday nights, with the exception of one. It's been nine months I've been coming here every Monday at, all right, well, 10 p.m. for a little while and then 9 p.m. for the majority of the time. It does feel weird. I'm still a little little teary-eyed about it. it, Yeah. It's going to be strange that next week, next Monday anyway, is going to be the last Monday night I'm coming here, despite the times I'll be coming here to, to... record the uh, the shows that'll go up the second half of October. Right. But it's weird to think, even driving here, I was like, huh, this this is the second to last time I'm going to do this on a Monday night. It's been the norm for the entire year. Mm-hmm. Even though it's only been nine months, it feels like it's been longer. Not in a bad way either. No. And uh, yeah. granted, you haven't been here every week. You've been here a ton, but uh, <laughs> enough to certainly appreciate, oh yeah, this is kind of going to be kind of weird not coming here it to do is. the show. It truly is. Um, however, there's a certain freedom that comes with doing the show outside of a, a studio. Excuse me, which is going to be at least for November and December. Which is, uh, it, it's good because they can be recorded whenever. 
uh, more flexibility with getting guests on when it's a matter of uh, we can record whenever and wherever because there's mobile equipment to use. And it's it, it, to a degree, it's almost more liberating because the shows can be done and then just go up every Monday without any concern for uh, who's available. Okay, we're going to go live and I got to do this and I got to you know, put my makeup on and uh, right. my, yeah. Show ready. Well, you, but then I got to put my makeup on. I got to right. put my toupee on. I got to totally. put my girdle on to mm-hmm. suck in the, the doughy midsection. <laughs> so now I don't need so to worry about that anymore. Donuts. Now's the time for me to bick my head like I've been threatening to do for a year and a half. <laughs> Which everybody hates. I'm just like, no, don't shave your head. I really just like, I'm just going to bald my head just because, you know, fuck it. I just say, do you? I guess. It's just, it's one less thing to think about. And I'm like, eh, might as well. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I can't now. It's getting chilly. Exactly. It's, been, it's, it's actually right now in Los Angeles. It's 65 degrees. People are losing their fucking minds. I'm actually yeah. where, oh, it's, it is behind me. I have my leather jacket. <laughs> Which I wore in. I haven't worn it in months. Right. And um, which is funny too, because it's, (laughs) you would assume, well, a lot of people have this perception that I live in the leather jacket and I do to a degree. I think it was more (laughs) so in New Jersey because it's hotter here overall and more consistently. Whereas there was like, I wore it nine months of the year. And then during the three months where it's insanely humid in New Jersey, it's, it's, it's just too much. But it became like a recurring joke, just like Kristen's leather jacket. So I haven't worn it as much, but I wore it tonight. <laughs> I kind of have to because it's been raining it's too. It's been chilly and raining. I miss my leather jacket. <laughs> I've been wearing jean jackets and then went to no jacket. And yeah. Well, it's also been 102 degrees on and off for a couple of weeks too, I'm which is... so glad this hot weather is going away. Well, even this upcoming weekend, it's supposed to be like 98 right. on Saturday. I'm like, come on, isn't, aren't we done with this yet? It's going to be... Mid-October. Can we stop? I'm tired of the bugs, the smells. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just the back and forth. If it was consistently, I don't want it to be consistently 102 degrees uh, anywhere. I realize there are people in Albuquerque who are like, fuck you. But <laughs> I, I don't want to deal with that kind of heat on a regular basis, even when, um, well, I think it was two, three weeks ago. in October, that's for sure. Yeah. I'll yeah. That. I'm with you. <laughs> it's, it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be. It's like September is pretty much the hottest month in Los Angeles. August. Can be, but like June, July, not so much kind of the way it is all the time. It's eighties, mm-hmm. you know, it may dip down to the high seventies, but it's cozy. It's comfortable. You walk out without a jacket, without a leather jacket on, be totally comfortable. <laughs> or you can wear one and you won't be that uncomfortable. But, uh, yeah, the rain has been driving people nuts. And I think this is the first time I've seen people actually get like very like, no, no, we can rain. Like keep raining. Cause it rained for like five minutes, two nights ago. Yeah. And uh, then people were like, no, more rain. Like now everybody around here is like, we need the rain. Now let's, let's see some rain. Let's let it rain. Rain, don't go away. Come back. Whereas before it was like, oh, it's raining. And everyone around here would just have such a bitchy attitude about it. <laughs> but I think at this point, frankly, I'm afraid of California turning into a Mad Max Fury Road kind of thing where it's like the only people <laughs> ha- who have water are the self-proclaimed supreme beings right. who release it to <laughs> us, us mortals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In small bursts, literal bursts of just like, here you go. <laughs> it's mine again. So, just I don't know. Just go to 7-Eleven, get some Voss water. That's all. <laughs> yeah, but what's going to happen when the bottled water dries up? We need, yeah, Voss water from Norway. We have to get our, our, we have to get our water <laughs> exactly. imported. 
Because we're I've, fancy. If it dries up, because there's there have been some reports like there's a year's worth of water left here Yikes. in Southern California, which is which is frightening. Like the drought is is serious. Like as much as people joke about it, it's like ah, oh, it's California, whatever. It, it actually is serious. No, totally. So when it rains, it's like, can it rain for just like a weekend? I mean, it could pour. Well, they say there's supposed to be this big storm. Oh, this is so exciting. But no, um, there's supposed to be this big storm that's coming that's supposed to uh, supposedly eliminate the drought. So we'll see what happens. We will. We'll see about your pronunciation. You just said supposedly? Man. No, I can't let that go. <laughs> supposedly. Suppo- See, you know the word. Why <laughs> Why cheat the English language? Don't do that. That's not cool, Sherry. Oh. Especially when you know better, supposedly. My ass. Anyway, <laughs> so, I mean, it's everybody stresses earthquake preparedness here. Yeah. I want just, we're fucked because we're out of water preparedness. Like, I want to pack a suitcase just so I can get in the car and move to Vegas. Because that's going to be the move for me. If Southern California is out of water, I'm oh, out of here. Because going in, in even more of a desert is way more better, right? Have you stayed in a hotel in Vegas and seen the, the incredible water pressure, though? Come on. They have, they're not short on water. <laughs> they're not. Recycled water. It, so what? <laughs> it's still water. All right. Then I'm, then I'm off to. Have you seen the things that go on? Do you know what goes <laughs> in those sewers? Oh, if yeah. I see a used condom come out of the faucet, then well, I'm out. <laughs> Then I'm going to hit the road faster than uh, I did when California <laughs> ran out of water. <laughs> then I'll head to Austin. People keep telling me I need to visit Austin. So I'm like, well, maybe I'll just move. Ooh, now that Cape's not going to be broadcasting live from a studio, I'm free to go. I could go wherever I want. Maybe I'll get courted by somebody. Can you imagine? There's like a studio in Vancouver and they're mm-hmm. like, we, we would, hey, we'd love to have Cape up there. Eh? You can uh, come up here and, <laughs> and check out. It's, it's a little chilly. We know you like it in California, but come on up. Sure. It could happen. Then I could go to Vancouver, and then then what? Anything you all aren't going to follow me. I guess I'll have to start from zero again. Yeah. But everybody films movies up there, so I'll get some celebrities in. <laughs> Fucking sweet. It'd be really sweet. Oh, man. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people up there are nice. They're not going to be like the, the, the asshole I saw uh, the other day. I was at Target. Uh, just stopped in for a couple of things on my way in. I see a guy... And I, w- I should have taken a picture, mm-hmm. like, as I was walking in, like, when his back was to me. I should have taken a picture to emphasize this because it's something that everyone will believe it because it's, it's not that odd. It's, well, I mean, it is. It's, it's stupid, but you can believe someone would do it. This guy who was sitting outside had turned a shopping cart on its side and was sitting on it. Why does that bother you? Because what, how, how, like much, how much distress are you in that you're just like, I can't handle it. I'm going to sit on this plastic cart <laughs> until I funny, snap though. it. <laughs> yeah, that's, come on though. Like that's, A, you can sit inside. B, there are benches. It was in a plaza. Like you go, so probably, who's just like, I can't be bothered. I'm going to tip this cart over and plant myself on it. That's fucked up. Come on. Got to work with what you got. No, no. <laughs> work with what's there. Work with benches. Sit on the fucking curb. Don't tip a cart over. What an asshole. Why is he an asshole? Because, because. he have a seat. <laughs> he can grab a seat in a legitimate seat. He doesn't need to turn a card over and sit on it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. But I'm crazy. No, you're not crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy I'm for bringing saying. it up. That's it. That's oh, it. Man. Okay. I'll, all right. How about something we can agree on? Because what? we talked about it many times over the summer. Mm-hmm. The straight out of insert wherever you're from mm-hmm. or whatever that we talked about a couple weeks ago because of straight out of Compton. Yes. Hasn't gone away. No. I saw, I was driving around today. I saw a guy. 
at the shirt. It's middle-aged white guy straight out of Hollywood. And I'm like, and again, I realize apparently I'm wrong for judging people who wear stupid t-shirts, but I'm like, but dude, come on. The guy was obviously like, he was, he, he crossed 50. I mean, either that or he spent a lot of time on drugs and he was my age. <laughs> but it's like, come on, man. Like, you got to buy a straight out of Hollywood t-shirt. I realize it may have been four bucks. I don't know if you noticed, uh, we went to the fair a couple of We weeks did. Ago. The LA yeah. County Fair last weekend. Feels like longer, long, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> but there was a booth and the like the whole section was like straight out of this, 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 this. It was just a whole bunch of cities. And I was like, wow. That's lame. It's making money. Yeah, for bootleggers. Money, money, People money. making t shirts in the garage. <laughs> you know. Well, see it's but <laughs> here's here's my fear. Chris doesn't like the hustle. Heavy fear. And bustle. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, bootleggers. Well, hang on. We'll, get, we'll come back around to bootleg t-shirts in a second because, you know, because last Monday. Yeah. Um, I think that this straight out of whatever, mm -hmm. straight out of insert here, is uh, is like the new Got Milk. It straight is. out of Compton's the new Got Milk. Because for it, you still see it now. I was actually behind a van the other day that said, Got Jesus. <laughs> Which just makes me laugh because how many people are getting converted at the red light? When you're, can you imagine just sitting behind this person just like, you know, I don't have Jesus in my life. I really need to rethink myself and, and my relationship with the Holy Father. I don't think it's one of those. I think it's like, God, Jesus, yes. One of those kind of things. I want to sample. I want that to be my ringtone. What? God, Jesus, yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm going to sell that. I'm going to be like... <laughs> I am. Oh my God. I'm going to make a ring. I'm going to oh, make a, okay. there's going to be a store at chrisabal.com, everybody. And I'm going to sell that. God, Jesus. Yes. It's going to be a huge hit down south. <laughs> Below the Manson Nixon line. People are going to love that. Um, anyway, yeah, because I still see those got whatever, you know, <laughs> I love, it's funny when it's something generic, like you drive past a, a sports bar that has a marquee and it's like got sports. It's like, are you even trying? Right? No. <laughs> got sports? It should be got, got beer. My favorite one, and it's been out for like even way before the straight out of um, Compton, but it was the Got Crabs from Joe's Crab Chat. Oh, yes. You would. What? What? Nothing. That's all I'm saying about that. <laughs> that Let's hey, talk about it. the bootlegging. Let's talk about how I don't respect the hustle, as you say. <laughs> you don't we went and saw ACDC last Monday. Which is why Cape 69 wasn't broadcasting and was pre-recorded. <laughs> it was having fun. Yeah. Yeah, we were out. Which I didn't realize because we bought, I think I said this last week, but we bought tickets in February. It didn't dawn on me until I was looking at the yeah, schedule for September. Crazy. And I'm like, oh shit, the 28th is <laughs> so Monday. What am I going to do? <laughs> do I start? Which is funny because now, had I kind of not already planned that out, I, I might have had a fill-in host because there were there have been plans for things to do here at the studio. Like it's October now, so there were going to be... I thought about like Halloween theme shows or right. different um, shows one week. Everyone was going to come in in costume, myself included. Like I had these ideas. So I'm now that's not going to happen because I don't want to spend the last four shows here doing that. And it's also like not, doesn't necessarily work with um, what's going on or what the original plan was. Things have had to adjust because of the, uh, the studio's uh, time frame between when we found out it was closing and when it's closing. So... Mm. Kind of, kind of sorry to have missed out on that, and also the uh, holiday special, which I'll still think is something. There was going to be the plan was uh, Monday, December twenty first was going to be a 
a two-hour live, like, holiday extravaganza and yeah. all the guests who've been here all year were going to be invited to come in and there was going to be a party out in the in yeah. the green room and then we were going to rotate everybody come in share holiday stories and whatnot and the musicians who come on the show are going to come in and perform it was, was going to be excited a for the booze. big ass naturally what but <laughs> you being you you're not going to wait till december 21st to drink no hell we, no. And in fact no. we got about 35 minutes and then you can get to it i no yeah no anyway <laughs> Anyway, kind of a shame that we're missing out on that. But there'll still be something cool for uh, the holiday show, mm-hmm. which will be Monday, December 21st, if you look at your calendar. Yeah. Or mark it down. The Cape Holiday Spectacular, or whatever it's going to be called. That's a pretty good name. Maybe that'll stick. Anyway, ACDC. Mm-hmm. Last Monday, Dodger Stadium. Yes. Uh, my second time at Dodger Stadium. First time seeing a concert. Say. Second Say. time seeing ACDC. For me. My first. Your first <gasps> time. And... It was one of those, as much as I loved the show, one of those nights where I felt embarrassed what? because they're twice my age and running around ridiculously for two hours. <laughs> and I can't, I can't go up two flights of stairs without being winded. And they're running around for <laughs> two hours. It was, they played just over two hours. They did. What would you think? Amazing. Yeah, they were. Man. Well, I will, we discuss it, but of course it's. For the podcast, so yeah, um, I believe that out of all the concerts I've ever been to, and there's a lot, um, that this was the first time I felt that I was at a stadium concert. Like I felt like an '80s baby for real. Like I was legit excited and happy, <laughs> and just seeing everybody with the red horns, yes, and the red lights flashing. And just nonstop hit after hit after hit after hit. That's the fun part because there are so many, everybody knows, I mean, the crowd seemed genuinely excited to be there. Mm -hmm. There are a few people who were probably just there to to be there, but tickets weren't cheap either. We got them with the general sale and we were kind of in the, on the upper end of the state. I mean, we still had a great view, but they they weren't cheap. So I don't imagine anybody just, you know, bought tickets uh, willy nilly for like $20. No, no, not even close, Mm. but everybody knows I mean, think about it. Everyone knows Back in Black. You shook me all night long. Mm-hmm. Highway to Hell. Mm-hmm. Hell's uh, Bells. Hell's Bells. Tons of people know Thunderstruck, yeah. which I think showed up in like Guitar Hero Rock Band and had like a resurgence yeah. in like 07 or whatever. I don't remember which game it came out in, but then everybody like knew Thunderstruck. So when they played that. So everybody's singing along with these songs or for those about to rock, which of course they ended with. Mm-hmm. And um, man. So great just to see everybody single. But you're right. Everybody was into it. They had the, the horns that Sherry's talking about. They sell horns that are kind of like, um, go over the top of your head, almost like a, like a, uh, they're like on a headband. My mini ears. And they're little ah. devil horns that flash. Yes. Have little red lights on them. My broke ass. Dude. And they flash. I know they're 15 <laughs> bucks. But it was kind of cool. Priority. Like when the lights went down, you see the sea of like flickering red lights in the audience mm-hmm. on the field and also in the stands. And it was so cool to see. And, yeah, they, they rocked it. I mean, the big bell, this big blow-up. What would you call that? Was it a blow-up It was woman? an inflatable Rosie. Inflatable a whole lot Rosie. of Rosie. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was great. That was, they, awesome. that was a newer one, I think, than when I saw them the first time. Because I saw them at Madison Square Garden in uh, 2001. Mm-hmm. May of 2001, which was my first big show. Because I'd been to club shows before that. But that was my first, like, arena show. And my first time at the Garden, of course. So that was a really, really good time seeing them. Except back then, and granted, this is 14 years ago, 
the bell was lowered onto kind of the catwalk, and Brian Johnson, singer Brian Johnson, got a running start and jumped and rang the bell, like jumped onto the thing and was swinging from it. Now he's like out of 68, 60. so he can't, <laughs> he's not going to be doing it. And uh, that's understandable. Uh, although I was, I said, I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to do it. And he didn't. They did lower a bell and then it started ringing. Are you online? I am. Well, Check to say, I think his birthday is today. Brian Johnson's? Yeah. Maybe. Let's find so. out. Um, shoot the thrill, people know too. <laughs> yes. That was another one. I mean, everybody knows the songs from Back in Black. I think they play, how many songs from Back in Black do they have? a Drink on Me is from... Uh, I can be like you shook me that all night long. Of course, about, yeah. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> dirty deeds done dirt cheap. Everybody knows too. Yes. Everybody knows it. If if only the chorus, but that's still a big deal. Mm -hmm. And for a band that's not like a super mainstream, for a band who's not Bon Jovi or Journey, like, I'm talking about like rock bands. Nothing wrong if you have like a pop slant like Journey or or Bon Jovi, but uh, or Once Upon a Time Bon Jovi. But <laughs> for a band that's not like has never been like a kind of pop rock band, just a full on kick ass rock band. They have everybody know these songs. They're not like number one hit songs, but everybody knows them. Their it's amazing. Their songs are very catchy in a sense that if you know the chorus, you pretty much, you know, can follow with the song. It's, <laughs> and they're party songs. And so. they got a good beat. Yay. Hey, everyone wants to. <laughs> holy, oh, you're right. Happy birthday, Brian Johnson. I knew it. 67 yeah. today. Yeah. See, again, one of, those things that, one of those things that fucks me up. <laughs> because my... <laughs> No, seriously. Oh, I'm sorry. No, wait. It's no 68. This hasn't been updated yet. Oh, sorry. Wow. 1947. So he's 68 today. Oh. oh, so I was right. I said 68. Nice. It's one of those things. I think I talked about this. I did uh, a couple of weeks ago when I was talking about when we saw Sammy Hagar mm -hmm. in concert, which uh, you weren't here when I talked about. But I know you thought it was amazing. We don't need to. I, well, we don't need to take another uh, run at that. Obviously, it goes without saying. That's not even a question. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things where if I thought about it when I was a kid that like, Brian Johnson and Sammy Hagar are a year younger than my mother because my mother's birthday was actually yesterday, the October 4th. Yeah. And uh, it's something... Hey, happy birthday. Yeah, happy oh. birthday, mom. You're not listening. <laughs> I'm sending you well wishes anyway, aside from the phone call yesterday. But <laughs> it's just real quick, like, hey, happy birthday. Bye. Click. Oh, come on. And she, she had TV to watch or something. Oh, my I'm mom kidding. did the same Don't thing for her birthday. Yeah, your mom's birthday was Saturday, funnily enough. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we won't say her age, though. But my uh, my mother, who, who turned, <laughs> coincidentally, I, I did find it funny when I thought about it, that my mother's 69th birthday was the same week as Cape 69. <laughs> it's just kind of a funny coincidence. It it's is. Just, I mean, just what are the chances? It doesn't mean anything. It's just a funny kind of coincidence. But... Anyway, I thought like, oh, the singer for ACDC and the singer for Van Halen are a year younger than my mother. That kind of would have blown my mind as a kid when I was listening to these bands. Like, I didn't think about it and there wasn't like Wikipedia where you could just look it up like I did just totally. now to check out his birthday. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. These guys are my mother's age. Like, it's just kind of weird, but it, it doesn't matter. You're right, though. People know the songs. People know the songs are catchy. They all have the, a steady beat to them. Mm -hmm. And they all have that kind of same tempo, which is one of those, that's one of the most distinct things about ACDC. But the fact that everybody knows the songs, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. So cool. And the new album's really, really good, by the way. Really good. I enjoyed Rocker Bust a yes. lot. Yes. Which, uh, actually, that, that's that, my morning song now when I wake up. My alarm clock. Your alarm mm -hmm. is Rocker Bust? Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> I, did, we opened, actually, Bust. when you were on, when you and I did the first 101 show, uh, Cape 40, mm -hmm. that was the uh, song. For the intro and the outro. That's interesting. Right. Yeah. Hey. Go figure. <laughs>
And uh, here we are. And have we gotten tickets at that point? Yeah, we'd, we'd already gotten tickets. That's true. I think it's when I bought the album because one of those that completely got by me where I was like, wait a minute, what? A new ACDC album. And I heard the song and I was like, yeah. And then I just completely, you know, and then I buy the CD three months after it comes out. Like, I don't know when that happened to me. At what point did I get to an age? Oh, God. <laughs> speaking, speaking of age, speaking of getting to ages, it was pointed out to me today by... Cape's social media maven, Erica, Erica Lawson, that uh, this is the last Cape episode I'll be doing at age 33. <laughs> hey. Nothing wrong with it. And not, not upset by it. <laughs> Doesn't bother me. It was just one of those things where you're kind of reminded of it. It's like, ah. <laughs> By the SpongeBob episode, because you're old. Sorry. I'm not calling you old. Hey, you brought it up. Don't look at me like that. Uh, what? You can at least give it a little more oomph instead of just like, is he old? That's kind of what pull back the radio the says. It's supposed to be dull and... Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. Because Mr. Cre See? I don't know which episode it was. I don't know that one. I don't have a, an encyclopedic knowledge of SpongeBob like you do. Hey. Ella, you're always like, did you see this episode? No. Well, watch it. I get that a lot. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of music, something that uh, you and I talk about repeatedly off the air, but... Uh -huh. have never addressed on the, like it's something to keep forget to bring it up so much so that I wrote it down for tonight. We uh, figured out that not even recently, even in the last like 15 years mm -hmm. that um, more now more than ever, Cher and Michael McDonald have the same voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Michael McDonald from uh, Doobie Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the same voice as Do you believe in love Because <laughs> that's the best So I've just ruined I mean as if that song wasn't bad enough anyway The Cher song What a fool believes is it's okay It's you know white soul But at least like just the fact that I noticed I was like wow that really is kind of the same voice I mean I feel like in, when Cher was younger It wasn't as pronounced with like Half-read Like it didn't sound that aggressive <laughs> Or bang bang You know it, it got worse as she got older. Right. Maybe Michael McDonald sounds the same, but I think their the I same. think their voices are converging to the point where if they did a duet, you couldn't tell who was who. Dad, no. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, what's the name? I, I should know this. What's the name of that Doobie Brothers song? What a fool believes. <laughs> Is it what a fool believes? Yeah. Okay, everybody, look up what a fool believes, and everybody knows that fucking share song because it was played to death. Circa ninety nine. My favorite. If I could turn back. Yeah, but see, she didn't. She didn't sound as as bad. It was. She had kind of a normal <laughs> singing voice. It was a. It probably sounds like that now. It was just kind of. She had a normal, slightly <laughs> masculine singing voice. It got way worse when she started doing dance music in the late night. Stronger, stronger. That was way worse. <laughs> you sound That's like when a her cat voice person. was. Like, well, meow, she does. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> yeah. Do you believe in me after love? <laughs> I believe I can still hear that song clear. I don't know the words because I'm a man. No, but I don't know the words to it, but I know the melody because that song is played to death. Yes. And Michael McDonald and Cher have the same voice now. It's scary. <laughs> Did you? I don't. Have you ever you seen them in, the this, in the same room together? What? Have you ever seen them in the same room together? No. Okay. Well. Mm -hmm. I don't think you explained your Case bootleg closed. 
obsession. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't respect the hustle. <laughs> you support the hustle. You, you tell me what's wrong with me then. You know I the story. I didn't say I didn't support it. So every time we go to a concert, Chris looks at the people who sell the bootleg shirts on the side of the road with on such the way anger. Out. I do. <laughs> and it's just funny. I just can't believe people buy them. Why not? Because they're like $15 and then something somebody pressed at home. Like, if you just want a shirt that says ACDC, you can make your own. Well, I don't do it, but I I mean, some people don't want to pay $45 for a shirt. I, I get that. And the shirts were 40 bucks. The t-shirts were 40 bucks at the ACDC show. Yeah. Um, now, granted, it, it's, it's probably one of the least affected by inflation markets. <laughs> That was a real twisted guy. That was a very Yoda-like sentence structure, but you know what I'm saying. It's, it's, <laughs> concert merch hasn't been affected as much by inflation as some other areas because 2001 when I saw them on the Stiff Upper Lip Tour, mm -hmm. the t-shirts were 35. And I bought right, two right, of right. them because that's pre... So oh, I think I had a cell phone at that point. I may have just gotten a cell phone, but that's when cell phone was like 30 bucks a month. Mm -hmm. um, no cell phone, no rent. Car was paid off. You know? right. it, was, it was all good old days. It was broken the long ago. Anyway, <laughs> I just don't understand why people clunk down money. good money for a homemade shirt. It just strikes me as so weird because I understand not wanting to buy the forty dollars shirt, but you know the shirt that is bootleg. the number one, number two, and number three reasons why people don't want to buy the forty five dollars shirt. No, and, I'm, I'm with you, and, and I even shirt. I'm not saying I do it because I support my artist. But. Totally. Well, they, we had um, kind of a real <laughs> a moment uh, when we went to Cat House Live in uh, August where all these bands were playing oh, nice. and they had kind of like a community merchandise stand where everybody had their shirt set up. Everybody didn't have an individual one. There were just big ones. Everyone had their shirts on display. Mm -hmm. And yeah, all the shirts were like 30 bucks at least. Yeah. And we're just like... I'm looking at shirts, like, there are at least eight shirts I would buy right now if I had. Oh, man, that Tom Kiefer shirt. I know that they didn't have when we saw Tom Kiefer the other week. That was kind of a shame. <sighs> I know. But I could buy it online. Can Yay. you? Yes, <laughs> I find like Well, and that's one of the things I've kind of gotten a little wise to. I mean, I, I get that in the moment and at the show when people are excited and feeling good, or mm -hmm. especially leading up to before the show starts, when everyone's getting excited, they're more prone to spend money on a shirt. They'll, they'll shell out 40 bucks for a shirt. And the, the ACDC shirts were really cool because they made up shirts for certain dates. And they had a special one, one just for the, the Dodgers stadium yeah, show. that one's cool. Which had the date on the back and had Angus in like a Dodgers jersey hitting a ba whacking a baseball with his with his guitar. Yeah. With his, his classic Gibson SG. <laughs> and that was awesome. I really like that shirt and I want that shirt. And of course, it's $35 on the website. So it's actually five bucks cheaper. I get the markup at the concert because you're going to get people... Who are going to buy stuff just because in the Almost in the heat of the moment, you know, mm -hmm. you get excited and I want my fifty dollars shirt. <laughs> but and people will. I understand and my $10 that. Ten dollar hot dog. <laughs> oh man. And my fifteen dollar margarita. Dodger dogs. Yeah, you didn't drink at that show. That's got to be the first concert we've ever been to where you didn't drink. Lies, Tom Kiefer. That was a surprise because whiskey's a go go is a club. Um. You didn't drink it, Tom Kiefer. That's true. What are you on the wagon now because you got a birthday go coming up too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're trying to be responsible. Like Norman was clean for, I don't know, he spent like a month not drinking after he turned 30. Yeah, he did. I mean, he, he, also, got, he also got ridiculously fucked up on his birthday. I used to do that all the time. I, I mean, no, I'm not like, oh, let me stop drinking. Um, because, no, I like to relax. That's what it is about. 25 and... 
and um, and younger, you're like, oh, party. But now it's like, okay, I just want to chill. And so, you know, sometimes I need it. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. I'm in Joyce Got Nuts. Mounds don't. <laughs> you got me started Sometimes I now. do want to get crunk, but it's very rare. <laughs> really? Yeah. So? Very rare. Well. You- I mean, I but I, I can hold my own. It's not like you know. You can you can you can put drinks away. I've seen you. Uh, yeah. On your five my ties in, and you're still like, I'm good. I'm so good. <laughs> I am so good right now. I'm hungry. Can we get something to eat? Basically. <sighs> While we're on the t- subject of um, baseball games and, and stadiums, by the way, mm-hmm. and this could be me being a grumpy old man yet again. <laughs> probably is going to be. <laughs> but uh, you you certain you were certainly aware of the. Uh, the footage from the baseball game with the girls all taking selfies and not watching the game and the, the announcer yes, commenting on it. Yes. And the fact that people were actually uh, bothered by the fact he was commenting on it. I'm with him because that's what's <laughs> wrong with every... I don't go to sporting events, but I guarantee it happens at every sporting event. It happens at every concert. Uh, anywhere. It's all about taking a photo of yourself. It's all about taking a selfie of you there than actually being there and enjoying it. It's all about showing everybody on Instagram... I was here. And just the fact that these girls were, every time the camera cut to them, that's what they were doing. And I refuse to believe it's just, it happened to be, all right, well, when they're not paying attention to the game, we're going to cut to them and show them being stupid. I mean, I guess also being teenage girls, but it's also just posing like, you know, two of them with the churro and like, all of it was very, very phallic because they got a churro and the other girls have like a hot dog. And they're on, <laughs> of course they're, they're, they're open mouths on each side of it. Well, I'm a guy. What do you want from me? But that's every event. And it, it is kind of annoying. It's more about like the picture of like, hey, checking out. The, I don't remember what teams were playing. Let's say Dodgers for the sake of argument. <laughs> Just because the only team I know because it's the city I live in. There's some other <laughs> baseball team around here. Apparently. Angels? How about that? Whatever you say. Okay. I'll take your word on it. Okay. But it's, yeah, it's all about posing. Just like, hey, at the game, enjoying a hot dog. Uh, Insta good. You know, it's more about that than it's- it is actually being at the game. It's about being, it's about showing where you were than actually enjoying it. I totally agree. But that, once again, I think we've had this conversation on, on over the podcast too. But Have we? Yeah. Um, people are obsessed with their phones. They're always pulling out their phones. They're always taking pictures. I have to be there. I have to do this. I have to no, let everybody know where I'm at. And sometimes it's like, man, no. It's such a Enjoy weird, it. It's such a weird thing to me, though, just to like, I need to let everyone know. Because that's, how are that's you that's enjoying the it. moment? are creating memories when you're too busy in your phone. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Well, the point is, is documenting it, documenting it, but. I mean, totally taking pictures. That's totally. Yeah. But people stay on their phone the whole entire time. And I don't get that. Uh, How many, how many did we see at, um, not, not so much at ACDC. There was some, but like the, the Tom Kiefer show at the whiskey, how many people have their phones out recording full songs? In my way. I'm short. Well, you I'm are not bullshit. That short, You're not short. You're like five seven in flats. <laughs> I was short enough that I couldn't see. Damn it! They had their like. Well, well when Tom like, there was a dude who was like phone. six seven who migrated in front of me. So let's not act like somehow you're the only one who has to suffer or has to kind of maneuver around people's shoulders. I do it all the time. <laughs> it happens. Just because I'm six feet doesn't mean I'm a. But it was just kind of funny because that that beautiful moment when Tom Kiefer pulled out his phone uh, for Savannah. For those of you, um, when we went to the show, Savannah had 
what was her appendix? Her appendix. Yeah, she had to have her appendix out, yes, which we talked right. a bit about last week. But Savannah yes, is Tom Kiefer's wife and backup singer is solo band. Yes. And so um, he always does um, a certain song with her. And she wasn't there, so he put the, the, uh, his cell phone in a chair so we could all sing to her. And it was so beautiful. It was. Um, it was very sweet. But it was funny just because everybody had their phone out. And I'm like, gosh, damn, I want to see the stage. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. I was I was bitching about it. What is it? I guess two, almost three years ago, mm-hmm. when um, my friend Ryan and I was back in New Jersey, saw Gin Blossoms at the Stone Pony, and just everybody's got mm-hmm. their fucking phone out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are you going to enjoy it, or are you just here to be like, ah? Like, does anybody want to see videos of you, three sheets to the wind, singing along poorly to Gin Blossom songs while they're playing live right in front of you? Yeah. It's like I'm to to quote the the great. Television show and dearly missed show selfie. Hmm. You think you're getting it, but you're missing it. And it's true. It is. Everybody thinks like, I need to show. But this whole thing about needing to show everybody what you're doing all the time. That's the thing I don't get. It's weird to me that there's a whole generation who that's their thing. I need to show you where I am and what I'm doing mm-hmm. or what I did last night. I mean, Instagram's all loaded with, you know, Sunday afternoon. It's all pictures from Saturday night at the club, at the party, at this. And then. And sometimes we, I mean, we fall guilty of it too. But I mean, sometimes it's just like, I don't want you to know where I'm at. None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who was it I'd listened to on um, a podcast who posted it? Oh, it was, it was uh, John Cusack did it. Mm-hmm. I was listening to his uh, interview on The Nerdist, which was great, by the way. And he was, uh, he, he road trips a lot and we'll, we'll go to just different places. And he was at some mm-hmm. diner somewhere yeah. in middle America and posted a, a photo on, on Twitter or something like that about this place while he was there. And then people showed up of course. <laughs> to see him. And, and he said he realized, you know, not to do that while you're, while you're there. But yeah, there is kind of that element of, oh, people are going to show up. And the, the joke back when people, I mean, when Twitter, I think maybe 2008 or seven, when it started taking mm-hmm. off and people were posting about where they are or what they were doing. It's like, good, I know you're not home. I'm going to go steal your TV. Right. And now it's gotten even worse between Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Because that's what everybody's doing. Everybody checking in somewhere. I don't understand when people always, maybe you do this too. Do you, like if you're at home mm-hmm. and you're watching a movie, it's like, do you post on Facebook? Do you be like, hang on, I need to tell everybody what I'm watching. Sherry Bass is now watching Gone Girl. Like, do you, do you have to do, do, are you one of the people who does that? Nah, I have done it once or twice, but it was probably something stupid. <laughs> like, you know, when but you like, see something goofy and you're like, oh my gosh. Um, no, but there's there's actually a, you can essentially post a status. So-and-so is watching then whatever movies, you know, you're, right. you're watching just at home. I think that's so weird. I no. mean, to go to the movies and check in, that's... You're going out and whatever, but I think it's just weird to advertise. Like, here's what I'm watching, sitting on my ass at home, my hand in a bag it of Doritos. Depends. I just think that's strange. Like, I, if someone I, takes takes time to just be like, I need to tell everybody what movie I'm watching. I don't take anybody in consideration when I'm I sitting at home the, watching a movie the, except me. The TV shows are more so weird to me than the movies. Movies, yeah, because some people, you know, whatever, they want to know. But TV shows, it's like, it's a weekly show. Why you got to Every week, it's like, Every well, week. 
Watching right. Blackish again because it's Wednesday. <laughs> you said it because I, I watch it. <laughs> well, I'm trying to relate to the. Uh, mm-hmm. No, again. <laughs> <laughs> Ringtone number two. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'm awful. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It depends. I've done it once or twice for silly stuff. Like, oh. Wow. I have friends who do it every time they watch a movie. At, but again, that. at home. It's like I, I had a couple of friends post last week watching Avengers Age of Ultron. Ooh, woohoo. Oh, good for you. You're watching well, so a movie you know, at home now that it's on Blu-ray and DVD and on demand. Yippee. It's just so weird. I, it, to me, it's a strange notion to be like, wait, before I watch this movie or, oh, shit, I didn't tell anybody what movie I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, this is so weird. Like, that's that, that doesn't cross my mind. I just find it, it's it's about it's to fascinating Annabelle, to me. i to shit my pants. Yeah, well, See? if you if you post that as like to make a joke, that's funny. That's but just what I'm put, talking about, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Like about to watch Insidious three. Well, ah! <laughs> if nobody hears from me in two hours, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Follow up and then create like a comment thread about like you know <laughs> what's happening. That would be kind of funny. So that's the if you're doing it as as a as a goof. That's one thing. But mm-hmm. I, I people just every time they're watching something, it's like, um, uh, look, I love the new show, The Muppets. I love this new show. Yes. And people are just like, so-and-so watching The Muppets. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> I, it's, just, it's just strange to me. I mean, if you're posting like really digging The Muppets on ABC, Happy Save the Care. Like I would post something like that. And frankly, I should anyway. I don't think I have yet. And also because the, the Muppets account has been retweeting a lot of that stuff. So I totally should. What? Even though that shouldn't mean anything that I'm getting retweeted by someone who works for the Muppets Twitter account. It's yeah. not like the Muppets are involved, but <laughs> still. Oh, speaking of Muppets, really quickly, it's running on PBS right now. There's a um, series called uh, In Their Own Words. Mm-hmm. And they just did one, at least when I stumbled upon it, was last week, maybe two weeks ago. And finally put it on last night because I DVR'd it because it was on some insane hour in the morning that I actually wasn't going to be up for a change. And uh, they did one for Jim Henson. And it's airing right now. It comes on DVD in November. You can pre-order it right now on Amazon. You know what to do. Click through the Amazon banner at (laughs) chrisabalo.com and order it. Um, It it was awesome because it's his life story up to and beyond his death. But it... it, mm, See, I'm going to get myself upset just knowing I'm even going to mention it. (laughs) Anytime I see any footage from his funeral, I start to cry. Even now, even as being 20, I'm sorry, 47 hours and 55 minutes away from being 34. <laughs> yes, I actually am figuring this out. It was born at 9.42 p.m. <laughs> and you it's freak. 9.47, <laughs> now 9.48. <laughs> Cape in real time. Yeah. But the time the time now is 9.48 So you're better at that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'll make it sound robotic. I don't have that smooth. I could do the, the late night reader. Time now is 9.48 p.m. <laughs> mm. Okay. That's right. <laughs> anyway. Anytime I see footage, from, even now, it, it's a big speed crack. Because there was a moment where, and if you've, uh, and if you haven't seen the documentary, by the way, similarly, uh, I Am Big Bird about Carol Spinney, the man who's played Big Bird for his entire adult life. Mm-hmm. And even until this day, even though he has um, an understudy who essentially uh, does it, Part of the time, because someone's right. got to take over Big Bird. Because man, I think I think he's he's almost eighty. Yeah. He's up there. Okay. But uh, if actually, if you have Amazon Prime, you can stream it right now for free. It's included in Amazon Prime, but it hasn't popped up in any of the streaming sites. But um, definitely worth a rental or a purchase if you're remotely interested in Sesame Street, The Muppets, or a fan of documentaries. It's actually a really well done documentary. And um, 
They showed that was the first time I saw the footage of uh, Big Bird singing "It's Not Easy Being Green" at Jim Henson's funeral. Oh my god! And at the end of the song, just Big Bird looks up at the sky and just, ah, sorry, I feel it coming on. You're yeah. just talking uh. about it. I'm gonna get upset. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh. fuck. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks up at the sky and says, "Thank you, Kermit." It's just it killed me. Oh, it killed me. Even uh, last night. Watching it again, seen it before, know exactly how it got. Every time I say, I had to pause it and just kind of get like, ah, get it all out, mm. and then I was fine again. But yeah, it's, it still gets to me. It really does get to me. Hey, um, it's October, and uh, we're not gonna be able to do much Halloween themed stuff on the show because October is kind of wrapping up the uh, the Skid Row Studios era of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk Halloween horror movies, yeah. things like that. Sure. When this time of year comes around. What you want to talk about? Well, you you dress up for Halloween, for Halloween parties and whatnot. Last year, you dressed up as Snow Black. I did. <laughs> I had two costumes. You had two? What was the other one? Um, I was Goose. Oh, yeah. That's right. You're Goose from Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. Most overrated movie of the 80s. <laughs> oh, well, hello. Yeah. <laughs> so what you want to talk about? I want to talk about movies and Halloween, <laughs> whatever, horror movies. What about them? Classics, new well, what ones. You, what do you like? What what kind of stuff are you into? We talk about movies kind of regularly when you've been on the show. So let's talk about horror. What are some of your favorites? Oh man! So my fave is the Halloween series. Really? Up yeah. to what point? Because they're they're really mm, inconsistent. Mm, four. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween four. Does that include three? The one that has nothing to do with Michael Myers? Yeah. Or no? Well, yeah. Uh, mm, no, but. Was the last one where she's in the hospital? That's uh, two. That's two, right? Yeah, because it kind of t- it picks up where the first Halloween left off. Yeah, I do. I do like Halloween. I've seen that's Halloween two in a long time. That's my favorite one of all. Well, of course, aside from the classic one. I mean, the first one, but um, the Halloween series. Oh, what's another one? Um, Chucky. <sighs> Can't do with Chucky. Play. Child's play. Yeah. Child's play. Shit. <laughs> get it out. Um, I've, I, I saw the I first three. I like being scared, which is weird because I'm a scaredy cat. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I've watched scary movies with you. You're like, ah! We watched the first Insidious. You were like, you need to see this movie because you haven't seen it. And I was like, okay. You'd seen it a bunch of times. You're still freaking out every time something happens. It was actually quite entertaining you saw for me. Kid? Oh, fuck. I saw a little kid. I saw the dude walking by the window. I saw everything. And you were still just free. Having seen the movie, you own it. You you <laughs> brought it and said, we're going to watch this movie. And I'm like, all right, I'm in. I heard these movies are good. Mm-hmm. At least the first one. And uh, watched it. And you were still freaking out the whole Third time. Third one's good, too. Second one, bad. Um, Well, because anything that involves little kids. <laughs> creepy little kids. Creepy little kids. <laughs> creepy old grandmas. And demons. That's that's <laughs> that gets to me. And that movie has all of it. I am tempted to see The Exorcist. Yes. On I think it's I think it's Friday or Saturday. Yes. At midnight at the New Beverly, which is Quentin Tarantino's theater here in Los Angeles. Yes, yes. Showing yes. it. They showed it this I think it's Saturday. They showed it this past Saturday. I think it's showing it this Saturday too at midnight. I kind of would like, it'd be fun to see with an audience too because you know people are bringing people who've never seen the movie before. So to hear people scream and freak out when she's stabbing herself. Well, I assume everybody's seen it. Who's 40 years old. Growing up, 
that was the one that did not scare me. Really? Really. Huh. That's, mm, I don't know. That's, <laughs> Jaws scared me more. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Which still does. Well, going to the beach and going to the ocean, especially being a California that's real girl. Like shit. Well, yeah, that's what Jeez, I mean. Like, you can like almost shark. relate to it. Like, yeah. Like, I can see this happening somewhere, especially growing up in Southern California and going to the beach, going in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Something that hits home more. Demon possession, that's not something you see very often. Not. not so it doesn't really hit home as much. That's so I get got, that. Got Jesus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street is the big series for me. Yeah. Um, the second one's weird. Uh, there, you know what's funny? There's a, have, have you seen all of them? Yes. Okay. This, there's a documentary being made by the, the star of the second movie. Yes. Don't remember the actor's name. Don't remember his character. Seen his costumes too, by the way. And um, it's about the gay subtext. It's actually being funded on, I think, Kickstarter, Indiegogo. I forget which one. It's a fan funded documentary about him and the kind of um and him being closeted a closeted gay man at the mm-hmm. time of making the movie this all the kind of subtext that wasn't between his character and Freddie's uh, relationship in the movie and it's not I just didn't like the movie I, I didn't pick up on any of that right having seen the movie I never really considered it until I heard about this documentary being made right just, I just well, didn't pick up on any of those time I've heard. yeah I didn't pick up on any of those cues I just didn't like the movie because Freddie goes into the real world and that's takes away from the scariest the part of Freddie which is he's, he's in your dreams yeah he attacks you, you in the one sleep. yes <laughs> the one place you're supposed to be safe when you're asleep mm-hmm. that's where he gets you. So I felt like the fact they put him in the real world, I thought that was just kind of like a weak, eh, and, you know, the first and third one are, are my favorites for sure. Mm-hmm. Except the second best trilogy ever made is the Evil Dead trilogy. The first, the only trilogy in my mind is Back to the Future, but the second best is uh, the Evil Dead trilogy. I respect I'm that. I respect crazy that excited much. about the Stars yes. series. Mm-hmm. Ash vs. Evil Dead looks, I was so I remember you hesitant. were talking shit about it. I was. Can you imagine that? Uh, what? <laughs> oh, well, because who would have I heard? I'm like uh, Chris talking shit. Uh, yeah, Chris disapproving okay. of something. Get out. Mm. I was very, very hesitant about it when I heard about. It, I, was, I was dismissive, like an Evil Dead series. How they got to turn that into a series? And then I heard Bruce Campbell was going to be involved, and I mm-hmm. thought, ah, he's probably going to pop up here and there, maybe as a cameo. And then they put out a trailer a couple months ago yes. for the series. I'm like, I think I'm subscribing to Stars. Because I don't want to wait for, for DVD to see this show. This looks awesome. And it does. It looks like a lot of fun. Can't wait. looks super gory. Um, but I love the... And this past weekend, too, missed it because it sold out right away to mm-hmm. no one's surprise. Mm-hmm. The Egyptian Theater in Hollywood, where we've seen a bunch of older screenings, where I've seen a bunch of older screenings anyway, yeah. had um, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 with a Q&A with Bruce Campbell. And, of course, it sold the fuck out to no one's surprise. But Army of Darkness is going to be playing too this month. I look forward to that. Even though that's a comedic movie, it's not particularly scary. Yeah. But um, yeah, other horror movies. It's funny when you watch horror movies like The Exorcist or Rosemary's Baby. They don't seem scary to us because we didn't grow up with them. And we don't have the perspective of, oh, this was super shocking. Right. In the 70s where nobody had seen movies that were this, for the time, they were incredibly graphic. And at the same time, like really, really scary. It's just stuff that they didn't deal with in, I guess, polite society. So the fact that movies were going into like like a baby who's a demon, or even the Omen when you watch the, the original Omen, it's uh, like Damien is like a creepy kid. It's like yeah. kids kids were evil in the seventies. It's kind they of were. funny. Like it was it was Rosemary's Baby and it was The Exorcist and it was uh, it was the Omen, Damien. So it's it's kind of weird how that happened. And then it was all like um, adults trying to kill everybody in the eighties. Yeah, you know, slashers. Slasher there was films. Freddy who was an you know an adult and Jason who was a 
basically a kid, but still a grown man who is seemingly indestructible. I do like the Friday the 13th films overall. Those are fun to watch. They're fun. They're not all great, but they're fun. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of they're those. They're cheesy. The first Scream movie's great. It's the only one that was it. any good. So which one? <laughs> the first Scream movie. Oh, yes. Sequels. I, I only saw two and three. I didn't bother with four. But the I first think they kind of tie it together, awesome. but I can't. Yeah. That, and they just don't do anything for me. Mm. I watched them. I gave them a chance. I put in my, you know, 180 something minutes between them and uh, they just didn't pan out for me. That's all right. So in the Halloween spirit. Yes. What are you going to be? For Halloween? I'm going to be 34. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I was thinking about it. For this show, because I was thinking, you know, whenever it was, we were going to have a show where we were going to show up in costume. Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, what is it I'm going to be? I'm going to have to figure something out. Because not necessarily to be something scary. I thought just to dress up would kind of be fun. I've seen some really awesome. It, it's Maybe it's a little cliched, but everybody dressed up as everything now and cosplay has become so huge. But I've seen some really awesome Joker outfits. I thought I would totally dye my hair green That'd and be, cool. be Joker just to dress up as the Joker, I think would be fun because there's so many different types of, of Joker. There's a goofy kind of Batman, the animated series Joker. There's the Joker who was just a fucking crazy killer. Mm -hmm. Like there are all these different incarnations of the Joker that I thought, well, it could be fun. It, it could be played kind of silly and campy or it could be played really dark or whatever. But it was just to be in costume. It wasn't going to be in character for the entire show. I don't think anyone would be interested in that, at least not for this show. I don't think anybody who's who follows Cape is going to be like, I really want to, have everybody not be themselves for an hour. I don't think hey, anyone's into that. <laughs> it might be fun for the novelty, but I don't think it would, I think it would get kind of tired after eight minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's fun. Who doesn't like to dress up? I get Well, the dress up part would be fun. I just meant like not acting like yourself. What are you going to be? Mm. Oh, see, you didn't even have something chambered. No, I do. No, I just can't describe debating it. it. Debating, debating what? <laughs> Frankenhooker? No. Make you a man. No. Well, I'm, Rocky Horror I'm all out. Show. Um, aunt, auntie Entity. Aunt Entity. Uh, what's from that? Tina, auntie Entity. From Tina Turner from uh, Mad Max. Oh, from Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I forgot. I can. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I watched, that was one of those I watched on TV as a kid. You know, way at it. I mean, it was PG-13. It's not like they took a lot of help. Right, right. Now. I don't remember much of it, though. But, oh, yeah. Now, that would be good. That'd be cool for you. I could see you doing that. <laughs> Are you going to parties or anything like that? Do you have something lined up? I have been invited. I haven't uh, committed to any for sure yet. But um, Are you like going to be dressing up to attend some function? I want to do the parade. I usually do it every year in Weho. That's just my thing. Hmm. Go down there and see other people's pretty costumes and stuff. I've been invited, but I don't know. I went to a party last year and I was just like, I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, and I was supposed to go to that party too, and I was sick and I couldn't yeah, make it. You it was were. horrible. It's one of those days where you wake up sick. Yeah, I remember. And I woke that. up and I'm like, not today. It, it couldn't it be tomorrow. And couldn't it be like, something. And like, I, I slept it off, and then I was okay the next day. I think, the, yeah, because I remember I was texting you the whole night because I think I was the only sober one there. I didn't even drink that night. What? I'll have to take your word on that because I wasn't there. So I, mm -hmm. I would have expected to see drunken Jerry. Mm, no, no. 
We should talk about that sometime in the show. I don't think we've talked about it. The fact that when we met, when we were introduced, you were hammered. Don't don't bring that up. Okay. Well, too late. Everybody knows. <laughs> so it's amazing I even befriended her at all. Yeah, you uh, liked it. Any right. parting thoughts? We're actually way out of time. Wow. We're and William's got his hand on the lever ready to just turn everything off. He's ready to shut it down. Boom. He's like, I'm at, I got a couple more days and I am the fuck out of here. So he's very anxious to leave. He's <laughs> like, you guys are holding me up for my freedom. No, not at all. He's in there gritting. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's never it's never been, especially being the last show on here. Uh-huh. As it's not really a big deal. It's, it's nothing I need to like fess up to. But what I've joked about, like William or Cheyenne or whoever, just like they're rushing us out of here. That's never been the case. Never. <laughs> I talk about it because like, oh, time's up. We need to go. Nobody's ever been just been like pointing at their watch, like give me the 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 stink eye, like, you better hurry up, man. That's it. Because we're the last show. There's nobody waiting to come on the air next. So no one's ever been that aggressive, to be fair. And he's sitting there. He's, he's finding all this very amusing. He's going to miss. Are you Are you going to miss us, William? Yeah, he's nodding. Yes. I'm okay. miss you too. Thanks. Aww. Even if just, ah. Besitos. Even if it's just for a while we're here, then that's okay. It's just going to be like, you know what was the worst shift? Fucking Mondays, 9 to 10. Oh, good God. Those folks always going overtime. Right. Until the show becomes huge, and it's going to be like, I used to be their engineer. Oh, man. Hell yeah. It was a great time. They were the best. Or he's going to shit talk. He's going to be one of those people who's going to shit talk the show and his big. He's just be like, it's not that cool, man. I worked on that show for a couple of months. It's like, whatever. He's not funny. Mm-mm. He just hates everything. Should have heard him complain about this dude sitting on a turned over cart. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, how do you feel about it being your second to last show? Uh, it, it hasn't sunk in yet. It's going to be one of those things. I'm not going to feel the the weight of it until it's over. Oh, well, high five. We did that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Getting old. Oh, my shoulder. No, I'm right. I was like, oh, my, my boy Sidus. <laughs> Where's the big <laughs> Yeah. All right. Now we do need to go because I need to go and rub some icy hot on my shoulder. Ah. <laughs> Pain. The pain of your mid 30s. The pain. That's a horror movie in and of itself. 34. Next October. This October. Yeah. Get ready for. Hey, everybody. Um, Once again, please support the show. Yes. By visiting our sponsor. If you go to chrisabalo.com and click support the show, you can visit all our sponsors, including Dollar Shave Club and audible.com. We only have sponsors who we stand by, who we support, who we actively use. I've had Dollar Shave Club now since, actually last month was uh, two years since I started with Dollar Shave Club, September 2013. And uh, I've never gone back since. So you can sign up for Dollar Shave Club, which is tremendous. Audible.com, get a free audiobook by clicking through the banner there. And um, click through and bookmark our Amazon banner because Amazon gives this show a small commission on all purchases made through our Amazon banner and you don't pay a penny more for your purchases, but they uh, kick us back a little bit to uh, help support and pay for the show. And of course, all updates of what's going on with the show in the future will be happening. Uh, We'll we'll be uh, made known to everybody. Most diff. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, it's still going to be every Monday. Yep. In uh, perpetuity. Yep. So uh, we have that. You can follow Sherry... You can. On Twitter and Instagram at SherryBaby09. That's Sherry with an I-E. Yes. And you can follow me (laughs) on Twitter at Chris Abalo and on Instagram at Chris Sells Out. And follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Kate Pod. 
and on Tumblr as well, Kpod. And like the show on Facebook. Please subscribe on iTunes. Please give the show five stars and spread the word. We love doing the show. The show's... I, I can't say the show's not going anywhere because it literally is going somewhere, but it's not. It's going to continue. That's really the point. Anyway, that's it for this week. Cape 70. Can't believe it's made to 70 already. Anyway, next week, last live broadcast, 9 p.m. Studios.com. And until then, for Sherry Bass, this is Chris Abalo, and this was yet another experiment. Absolutely amazing. Too bad the post office isn't as efficient as the weather service.